Sky Sports Radio loves talking racing. The people, the jockeys, the horses. The gate's open now. They're off and racing. Time now for Punter's Postmortem. Have a look at this. How much did this have on the field? Analysis of the weekend's racing plus your calls. Welcome to Punter's Postmortem. Yeah, welcome to Punter's Postmortem on this Monday, the 3rd of May. The year is certainly uh, in full swing, isn't it? And we had a wonderful day of racing from the western part of Sydney, from Hawkesbury on Saturday. We had good racing up there in Queensland and also complimented as well down south by a good uh, Victoria meeting. As always on Punters Postmortem, your texts and calls. Give us a call, 1353 53. In a little bit, uh, we'll open those lines and We'll, uh, we'll get the uh, the panel up and firing. Uh, it's Ron Duffersey, Glenn Munsey and Dean Lester who join us as always on a Monday. Duff, how did you go at Hawkesbury, mate? Uh, I left a little bit in, but I, we, it was a sensational day. Um, the, uh, a nice, a big crowd, uh, well behaved. They enjoyed their day and it's, uh, it's nice to keep the atmosphere going after the championships and give our Sydney tracks a rest and... I'm really looking forward to getting to Gosford next Saturday. I'm, you know, I, I don't know when the last time I went to Gosford, <laughs> uh, so it's a a good program there that we're look, looking forward to, and uh, it should be a good week leading in as well. Yeah, it certainly will be. Half a million dollars up for grabs for the coast. That's just one of the features uh, Saturday coming up here on Sky Sports Radio. Uh, Glenn Munsey, I'll go to next. Glenn, um, I told you the Royal at uh, Richmond goes pretty good. He's fantastic, bloke. Peter Wynn. Yes, uh, morning Dave, morning Ronnie, good morning Dino when you get to air. The Royal Hotel was the venue for uh, the Hawkesbury Gold Cup Calcutta on Friday night and Peter Wynn is uh, mine host of the Royal Hotel at Richmond, a very, very impressive establishment yeah. Dave. And I tell you what, they could churn out a meal there. Oh, I, I thought he was feeding the masses. Uh, they were just kept lining up and uh, getting into the the, uh, the bistro there and uh, all, well uh, Ronnie and I actually had something to eat at the end of the night there and uh, I I could recommend it to anyone that uh, in that area. A very, very nice hotel and, and still more redevelopment to be going on there. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Duff, you've been to plenty of good joints uh, around the traps, but um, Peter's got some pretty talented people working at that pub and it's packed every night. Yeah, there's no doubt it's a proper restaurant, isn't it? It's a real, yeah. it's, a, it's like a Justin Hems establishment there. It's um, uh, for the area. Um, it is sensational. If you want a special occasion or even just go down the the sidebar for a for a drink there. It's um it's a special little place. Yeah, it certainly is. It's good for the community too. Uh, that they they can have that out in that Hawkesbury. And I know, working very closely with the club, they are in a number of events. So it's good for the people of that part of Sydney. Yeah, let's get to Dean Lester in our Melbourne studio. Morning, Dino. Yeah, morning, Dave. What did you make of uh, the weekend racing, especially in Victoria, mate? Uh, yeah, we had a pretty good meeting at Sandown. It was good to have a Saturday meeting at Sandown on the hillside. It raced really well. Um, it was a lower-grade meeting. Uh, we saw a couple of nice horses, but uh, probably the Victorian focus was more on Adelaide and, and watching the uh, the group ones over there. It was a really good competitive day of racing. Yeah, that was special. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Let's talk about uh, the, the Cup, though. Arkadamish, this was a nice ride by Josh Parr. Did you think, though, Duff, and there's a few texts here on the text line, did you think Royal Celebration was going to get him uh, down the straight? Yeah, for for one or two strides, yes. Um, but geez, he's a fighter, and he that's his. It's known in his makeup that he does have a go and a fight when he's ready. And he was primed up for the right day. There's no doubt about that. He um, he was you know he had the two tough and up runs leading in. He was ready. He took the uh, had the nice run, which he always puts himself into a position, and he fights. So uh, 
you know, he's won two Hawkesbury Cups now, one for Gwenda and one for for uh, the Hawks boys. And um, I think John's, well, they've won four of the last seven, I think, Hawkesbury Cups, the Hawkses. So um, that's a good feather in their cap as well. What did you make uh, of uh, the run of Arcademus, uh, Dino? Yeah, it was a good effort, wasn't it? Uh, and to go back and win the, the Cup a couple of years later. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a very competitive race. But, uh, yeah, the um, Josh Parr's been going along very nicely, and that was a, another example of it. What do we do with uh, Ellsberg, Duff? Yeah, I don't know. He... Um he didn't get the controlling position that uh, he has where, where he's thrived in the past, and he was a little bit soft there, wasn't he? So I'd have to say, considering he's SP, he would, you'd have to mark him down a little bit disappointing. He didn't live up to his, his easy first-up win. And so uh, back to the drawing board. I think we can assess him uh, after next start now, after that. So uh, Exa Boom's a horse on the rise. He's only lightly raced. He went out before a spell, winning by big margins, five and six lengths. He resumed, and I think we were all, well, a lot of us were on the back foot with him, saying, well, he was a beaten sixty favourite in a race he should have won. Uh, on form, he should have won, but uh, he, obviously he needed that run. Uh, that just knocked the edge off him. He settled better. He finished off. I think Rainbow Connection's a horse to follow as far as next preparation's concerned. He's done a really good job at his first racing prep, and... A really nice horse. Black Duke's underrated. Just needs to come back a grade to get his confidence, and then he's away. Um, other than that, Aim didn't have a lot of luck um, stretching out the last hundred metres where he was in restricted room. And Calgary Queen's a nice mare, a nice filly. Uh, she is still raw, and uh, I like the way she she lengthened that last fifty metres as well. But uh, all honours with the winner. He's got upside. And he's got performance on the board now. Uh, Munns, there's a question here from our listeners. Uh, what was the best back runner at Hawkesbury on Saturday where punters actually got the got the chocolates? Uh, well, if you looked at um, if you if you take it from Wednesday, Dave, you'd have to say Golden Gorge mm. uh, that won, won the highway. He, he, he drifted on race day, but he was very very well supported in the lead up. Um, to Saturday, um, most of the the winners there sort of uh, held their spot in the market. Lunchies or Luncies uh, held spot in the market. Sweet Deal, well she was um, she was a considerable firm uh, from uh, the start of the day's trade on Saturday through to jump time. Uh, in um, Embrace it was very very solid, um, probably five to around about four forty. Um, Exo Boom was uh, a fraction easy uh, in the cup. Arcademus basically held his mark around the six six fifty mark all day, and the last winner was an it was the worst result of the day for us, uh, and it was a forty to one chance. And that is, I'd put it down wholly and solely down to the fact that Tony Brazel tipped it. Um, speaking of Brass, going to join me a little bit later on um, HQ. What about, um, I'll go down to uh, Dino here. Dino, there's a couple of texts coming in saying, uh, how serious of a horse is this dice roll, which won the fifth there at Sandown? And everything that Nick Ryan seems to be sending out, they just win. That's what. There's no name on that text, but thank you for your uh, message. Yeah, well, Nick Ryan's uh, moved his uh, base to Flemington only in, the last probably five or six weeks, and uh, nearly everything, as the the, uh, the listeners mentioned, nearly everything he saddles up wins. Another winner yesterday with Grand Pope, but uh, he's a 
fascinating story, this horse stuff, uh, Dice Roll. I think he was purchased for about $3 million uh, in uh, to race in Hong Kong after he ran third in the uh, French Derby, I think, or the French 2000 Guineas or one of those uh, feature races, third in the French 2000 Guineas. And uh, he couldn't beat a horse home barely in, uh, in Hong Kong, but uh, he was... I think virtually written off and and uh, on the farm at Golden Farms that own him and uh, Nick Ryan's been given a go with him and uh, he's two from two. Yeah, I'm just um, having a look at his stats here, boys. In the month of April, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Um, so ten runners in April mm-hmm. and, and trained three winners. He's had three runners in the the month of May so far and trained two winners. And he's only trained four, five runners out of his last fifteen or sixteen that haven't run a place. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, he moved on uh, uh, the Thursday before Easter, so that was yeah, about thirty-first of March, April one or something like that. So all of those runners are out of the Flemington base. Great mm. job, great job. Isn't it? Isn't it funny too when you're watching these overnight races, uh, the big races? The horse he ran third to in the French two thousand guineas back in two thousand eighteen was Almedo. It won. Of course, it's with Annabelle Neesham now and winning the other week in Brisbane. Um, all right, so is, is it a horse we can follow dice roll, do you think, or is it just going to be one of those wait and see where he places him? Well, he's taught me two really good wins on Saturday, and it was a good win because he really bumped heavily at the start with biometric, and Fred Kersley actually lost the offside iron for about the first 150 metres. So he then sort of uh, was lucky enough to get a spot, but it wasn't ideal, and he's still... Powered away, he loved the big track. Um, I think he might be going to go to Brisbane. So, uh, because okay. the thought is that he does, uh, he does really relish soft ground. So, if he gets soft ground, he might be better again. So, these have been maybe even two bonus wins. Uh, sounds good to me. So, there's that to text, and um, that was Peter who sent there that message. Uh, so, morning to you, Peter. All right, we're going to take a break, gentlemen. The lines are open. So, if you've got a question for our team on Saturday's racing, whatever's on your mind, give us a call now. Thirteen fifty three fifty three. The Gosford Gold Cup 2017. Red excitement clear at the 100. Sense of occasion. Destiny's Kiss. They're cutting to the margin, but they're also running out of time. Red excitement leads throughout to win the Gosford Cup by two and a half. The takeover target 2015. Ball of muscle chiming in. Ball of muscle at the 50. Goes to the lead with that's a good idea. Kicking back. Ball of muscle just. Gosford's standalone meeting. The Gold Cup, the takeover target and the inaugural running of the coast. This Saturday on Sky Sports Radio. The Australian Weanling Sale presents buyers the first opportunity to purchase stock from the latest crop of stallions including Justify, Trapeze Artist, Grunt and Rittenby. Riverside will be the place to be Thursday, May 6. Catalogue available at inglis.com.au North Pacific. What a weapon. I remember the first time when I saw North Pacific, you just went, wow. North Pacific won the up and coming. It was like a barrier trial. He comes to the outside, North Pacific. He's the real deal, the brazen Bocock. The Golden Rose, well, that certainly showed that North Pacific was a genuine Group 1 horse. Ole Kirk, North Pacific, stride for stride. We've always had two really good colts. He uses class. Go to Newgate and have a look for yourself. This is Punter's Postmortem on Sky Sports Radio. 
Yeah, welcome back to Sky Sports Radio and Punters Postmortem. We are taking your call, so give us a ring on 135353. Uh, Dino, you mentioned that wonderful racing from Adelaide. Uh, just before we get into what was happening on the track, obviously, he's a, he's a wonderful uh, cog in the wheel of racing, Craig Williams. The way he promotes the sport... Um, we often have a bit of a joke and say he thanks everyone and, and you know, even ha- having him on the program before and speaking to him, he can take the mickey out of himself. But just the way he um, got the information of that gentleman that uh, was crook on the weekend, that was his dying wish to go to the races. He didn't need to do that, Craig, but he, he would have found out that information and he used that last interview I know on racing.com, which has now gone right across social media to talk about that gentleman, etc. He's um, a wonderful asset to the game. Uh, he sure is, uh, Dave. He uh, doesn't miss anything. Uh, he's, no. He's very, uh, he's so passionate about the industry. He's so interested in everyone. Uh, and, and when you talk to him, he's not, he's, his eyes never deviate. He's talking to you and you only. And, uh, yeah, that was a, a very emotional story on Saturday. Probably, I would imagine he, he found out that story from the amount of times he walks the track during, during the day because the, the gentleman in question uh, was down at about the 200 metre mark, so he probably saw him and, and probably showed interest. So uh, yeah. he's, uh, you know, he's a remarkable, you know, from a personal point of view. I've known him, you know, virtually all of his life. Uh, being a, he's a bit younger than me, but uh, you know, just even in 2019 when I wasn't well, uh, he took it the time to send me the race books from the four days of the the Melbourne Cup Carnival because he knows I collect sort of those sort of things. And just just out of the blue, that arrived in the mail. So yeah, he's uh, no, he's he's a, a very special character to to racing, and uh, and you know um, a, a magnificent promoter of our sport. He certainly is, uh, and I know that uh, you, you mentioned that track walking when I was in Tamworth, and that was obviously a big coup for the club. He was out walking that track before that race, uh, obviously with the the bio uh, sort of you know procedure still in place he was mm. having sort of uh, photos with people all along the rail that uh, could, were down there at Tamworth but yep. he was obviously away from them uh, mm. and he also had some young jockeys out with him walking the track as well so I mean again he doesn't need to be doing that he could fly in fly out and say you know I'm here to ride a horse get stuff but he mm. doesn't um, and I think uh, yeah what we saw on Saturday was very good speaking of on the track what did you make of uh, media or what about this for a story 5,000 they paid for this horse now Apparently, boys, and I saw this pop up uh, on a social last night, mm. a lot of people that are in a, a local footy team are in this media or There's a lot of boys in it. Uh, they got belted, apparently. They lost the game. And uh, apparently... But they won in the, the Oaks. Sh- <laughs> but they won the Oaks. So in the sheds <laughs> after, you can hear one team cheering that they won the game. And uh, all the lads have just won with Media Award. I mean, um, I saw this horse win on the TV last start dinner. Did it surprise you the way it won the Australasian Oaks? Well, it did. She was, you know, uh, coming through the grades well. And uh, I thought Damien Oliver was very diplomatic when he said, you know, there are only three ones. She may as well have a go. And then she came up with an awkward draw. And uh, But Luke Nolan got her into a great spot in that she was three wide, with cover on the back of one that was really going to take her somewhere in Ripper Rita, and uh, ultimately that was the place you wanted to be. And and the the first three swept down the centre of the track. I think uh, William Pike would have loved to have been out there on flexible. Uh, had he been out there, he'd have been the winner. But uh, yeah, she's uh, she's done a great job. It was a maiden when it, she won a maiden at Kyneton three starts back. But uh, they've always had this plan in mind.
And what about just while we're on Adelaide, uh, the run in the Sangster or the Tab Classic, as it's now known. Obviously, instant celebrity, very good up the inside. I thought Subpoena was home, though. Uh, yeah, I, I did too. Uh, she'd had the right run. She you know, presented, and it just took uh, you know, instant celebrity, who was three or four back the fence, and there was just a crucial spot on straightening. Profit's thumb just wandered off for a stride, and no sooner than he did, Craig Williams was in there, and uh, then getting up the inside of uh, Sistar, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, the seas parted, and, and through he went to... Uh, going on win the race. So, uh, no, subpoenaed ran well. Ruby Saki's back to her, her right sort of form. She ran very well and uh, pretty brazen. 1,200's too short for her, but I thought she was terrific as well. All right, we'll jump back up to Sydney now, Duff. A uh, couple of texts here about Glen Eagles, and do you think he's a horse we should be following when he gets to Brisbane for those uh, feature races? I think for sure, yeah. He's a lovely horse. He's... um. He's maybe still a little bit work in progress, but to do what he's done in his two runs back, the timing's there. He, I think a race like the size would be be lovely for him in a year where probably there's no... I, don't, I can't find a standout uh, for the Brisbane features. So I'd suggest the lead-up... I'm just trying to think of the name of the race. The lead-up to the, uh, the, the the sires and the sires, there, there is two races to concentrate on. Maybe the J, JJ might be a little bit soon for him this year. Um, as far as going right through there, you know, with, with five runs back, but uh, I think he's uh, definitely a horse to follow, and he'll be very competitive in Brisbane. In you know, firstly the um, probably the twelve hundred lead up into the into the size projects. I thought he was the best jump out I'd seen in Melbourne this season, like the first part when he was down here originally. And you did, yeah, uh, yeah. He he, um, he ran very well at Wyong, and then obviously he's changed stables, and uh, yeah, I think. There's so much to come from that horse. I think, he and, and who says bookies aren't generous? Yeah, who would have know. thought you would have went to the races and been able to take four dollars fifty Glen Eagles? Was that the thousand to fourteen hundred? Was that the the knock? There? I don't. I, I honestly don't know because mm. um, it, it was it was a shock in a way, and you know uh, it was very very short the tote. Um, but was long on the exchange, so therefore, you know, the bookies are just yep. going to gravitate to that, that price there. Yeah. But it wasn't as if there was a massive go for anything else mm-hmm. in the race. You know, um, you know, the, a lot of the other horses were markedly shorter, but they had to be. When 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 you've got a horse that was two dollars fifty is now four dollars fifty, the others have got to become markedly shorter. But it wasn't as if um, putters were wanting to truckload a number of the others. And it, it, as the, I know Lizzie said that he was a little bit on the toe down at the horse stalls before he came into the yard, uh, but he came, he put his earmuffs on and was with the pony and everything like that. And he, and she said he settled right down. But it was just it was just a gift to kick the day off. And um, the only disappointing aspect was I wasn't able to build on it. Give everything back. What? How much, fellas, uh, in regards to say your own punting? Uh, you know, say like you, you've backed Glen Eagles and you've backed it before the drift. When you see a drift like that, uh, especially in a small field, young horses, do you get a bit concerned? Do you start thinking, well, look, I've done my form, I back my own form, but this this probably has none. Like, is is there that sort of mentality, or, or are we too focused on these price movements and we think, oh, just because this has gone two fifty four dollars, it can't win, etc. I think there's individual reasons. Uh, I, I obviously I get a little alarm because the market invariably doesn't lie, uh, but in in particular cases like this, I I didn't let it worry me. Um, 
I just thought it might have been the thousand to fourteen hundred. It might have been the big computer that marked sec the Hoover Lucy pretty short there. Um, but I, yeah, there, there's different reasons for horses being easy in the market, and and you can be more alarmed about some than uh, others than, mm. than than most, you know. So I, I I don't think this was a classic case of oh no, this has got none, uh, because I I don't think there was too much wrong with him. He was um, he, he looked pretty good to me. Couple of texts here, Dino. Going back to um, Adelaide, Rubasaki. Uh, it was a big run. This one from Andrew. What did you make of the run? And do you know if there's any chat about where to with Rubasaki? Uh, I don't know where she's uh, headed, but uh, yeah, she's back to her right sort of form now. Uh, and I would imagine, you know, ultimately ending up in a race like the Tats Tiara, I'd imagine would be where she ends up. But uh, how she gets there, whether she runs in the Goodwood in two weeks. Uh, and then heads uh, north, but I, I'd imagine that's where she's she'd be going. Thirteen fifty three fifty three is the open line number. Give us a call now. Those lines are open. We'll take a break on Punters Postmortem. Mares in foal to the likes of Snitzel, Exceeding Excel, Capitalist, and Zoo Star headline a quality catalogue for the English Australian Broodmare Sale to be held at Riverside on Sunday, May nine. Catalogue available at English.com.au. Wideline Windows and Doors can help make your next build or home reno a success. Drop into any showroom and check out their extensive range of quality aluminium and timber designs, all backed by a seven-year guarantee. Any size, any shape, any space. Wideline's experts will help create the perfect frame for your view. There's never been a better time to take a closer look at Wideline Windows and Doors. Showrooms open at Port Macquarie, Broadmeadow, Tugra, Rosebury and Liverpool. North Pacific, what a weapon. I remember the first time when I saw North Pacific, you just went, wow. North Pacific won the up and coming. It was like a barrier trial. He comes to the outside, North Pacific. He's the real deal, the brazen Bocock. The Golden Rose, well, that certainly showed that North Pacific was a genuine Group 1 horse. Ole Kirk, North Pacific, stride for stride. We've always had two really good colts. He uses class. Go to Newgate and have a look for yourself. Like Loz's Multi, does your punters club need all the help it can get? Get sticky on the punt with Sticky Wings and let them sponsor your punters club with free chicken wings every week. Just register your details at stickywings.com.au, let them know your pub or club and the Sticky crew will be in touch to get it all sorted. Sticky Wings, the official chicken wing sponsor of punters clubs in pubs and clubs everywhere. Register at stickywings.com.au. The Australian Weanling Sale is the best place to purchase your next pinhook success. The catalogue of 264 weanlings will be presented to buyers for the one-day sale at Riverside on Thursday, May 6. Catalogue available at inglis.com.au. You're listening to Sky Sports Radio and Punters Postmortem. Yeah, you're on uh, Punters Postmortem and uh, we are taking your calls. Remember that number, 135353. Give us a call if you've got uh, any questions for our panel. We've got Mark on the line. Morning, Mark. Yeah, morning, boys. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the Oaks. But first of all, with the drift, what do you reckon, boys? Um, sometimes you'll see a horse 650 into $3 very early when the betting is and all of a sudden it'll drift to $5 and they'll say, oh, there's been an alarming late drift for this out to $5. But I think the money's already on. The early money's already on, isn't it? Well, well that's the perfect example out, of Golden it? Gorge winning the highway. Was six fifty into three ten. Was three ten on Saturday morning and got back to four dollars forty um, during race day. It's it still ran the favourite, 
but ran a little yep. bit longer than what it was, but not n- not as long as the first prize put up on Wednesday. So yeah, from so from Wednesday when the markets go up until say eleven o'clock on Saturday morning, um, I would suggest Glenn would know more than me that that would only be. Well, twenty percent of the hold, or thirty percent of the hold. I don't know. Oh yeah, but you know, it's nowhere near as much money as invested. You know, once the races get going, hmm. um, you know, and well, there's there's situations there. It's it's amazing the amount of money that's turned over in the last twenty minutes. Yeah, I I, I feel those Wednesday markets are only a feel for the market. And, you know, it's, it's good to chip away if you're a $100 punter or, or, or whatever, and you, you can get overs. But um, I don't think we can believe some of the – they're only adjustments. As soon as those markets go up Wednesday, um, you know, midday or whatever it, whatever it is, um, if you see something 650 to 350 it could, could be as little as under $1,000, I'd say. Okay. Depend- so, yeah. Yeah, just about the Oaks. Um, that third horse, that coming horse, will it go to the Queensland Oaks? Um, I hope so. Yeah, I think she might. I think I read something that she um, will go on. Um, yeah, she should be going to the Group 1, yeah. She was my Sydney Oaks filly all the way through, and yes. she disappointed me along the way through, but she, it may have been a plan to hold her back, hold her back, hold her back, which the, it looks like. And the blinkers Saturday too. Yeah, exactly. Just having a look at those prices there of the winners on Saturday, Sweet Deal and Embracer were the only two winners that firmed all the way from Wednesday and kept firming on race day. Lunchies, Lunchies opened at $10. It was 5 before you could... So you could hardly say that was 10s into 5. It was just an adjustment, I would have thought. It was one, one classic yeah, well, example there, Saturday. How good well, he I, he, he, he's, he I think he, he's good only because... It's too hard to read, but it's, it's when Chris says I'm going to put him away for the spring now, and he must like him a lot. Uh, you know, you could just chip away and go bang, bang, bang. Or, but Chris is putting him, putting him away, protecting his rating, and uh, and there's no reason to turn him out other than he thinks he's a spring prospect. <laughs> yeah, he looked good to me. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, Ken uh, is on the line. Morning, Ken. Uh, fellas, um, sin for doing less, if I may. Yes, mate. Yes. Where you going? Yep. Yeah, Dean, that horse in race three in Adelaide on um, Saturday, Savatoxel. Yeah, Savatoxel, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that win from the time? Uh, a terrific win. Um, he's, a, he's a tremendous uh, winning horse. I know he started in the Territory, but he's now on, what, 15 of 27. He knows how to find the line, and he just gave nothing else a chance. So, there was no, it was a really good win. He'll go the Goodwood, I'd imagine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, that's all I need to know because I had a bit of a go at Panademic and this thing knocked me off three legs. I thought, where the hell's this thing come from? He's yeah. a beauty. He yeah. is a beauty. He's, he, I think Kicked he's off one in of, Alice Springs, I think, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah and he, we, we've seen him in Darwin. He's, he, yeah. he's yeah. won up from a 1,000 to a mile. He was favourite in the Cup last year, wasn't he? Or one of the favourites and yeah, he's, didn't he's run the just, trip, but he's, uh, he's a ripper. Yeah, he's, well, thanks, Dean. No worries. There he is, uh, Ken. All right, um, a couple of texts here, guys. Exo, um, Exo Boom. What did you make of the Guineas win? Uh, yep, we spoke about him. He was, um, he was excellent. He's, um, like you say, he's only second up, so there's more to come from him. Um, whether it's a, a race for the Scone Carnival or there's some pickings, the Guineas in, you know, the Guineas in Brisbane. I, he's got. You know, typical Snowden timing, Hawkesbury, Scone, Brisbane, isn't it? It's uh, he, he does it with a lot of these these horses, Peter and Paul, and 
and they invariably have success. So I know he's a he's a little a little untapped, I'd say. And sweet deal, the other one, Duff. Uh, did the ride just? It was just perfect, wasn't it, from Nash? Yep, it was. He knows it well. Um, I think you know, thirteen hundred dry. That's her, and she's just a a marvellous mare, a marvellous mare who's just been so durable. Uh, all the way through, and it's been well documented. She goes to the sale next week, and she can still train on and run in the Dane Ripper and, and the Tats Tiara. And she'll be, she'll run as long as she's got dry tracks. She'll run her usual um, give her all race. We'll take another break on uh, Punners Postmortem You're with Ron Duffy, Dean Lester, Glenn Munsey. Give us a call, thirteen fifty three fifty three, the open line number. The Putters Panel is the Punter's Pal. I'm going to have a bean on a 50s chance here, guys. Uh, Senor Toba, when's the last time Huey rode one that was 50s? It's got barrier one. Last start on the Kenzo, it was in the worst part of the track on a heavy, which it doesn't handle. And I wouldn't be surprised if he runs a bit of a race at huge odds here in race three, Senor Toba. Senor Toba the Grey down the outside in the hands of Hugh Bowman. Senor Toba goes home to win the Frank Packer plate. The Putters Panel, 9 o'clock Friday morning on Racing HQ, Sky Sports Radio. The new Pazload Frame Master is still the lightest tool in its class. Now with quicker, easier nail loading, longer fan cycle for improved performance and slip-proof grip for greater comfort. I'm making it with Pazload. Reliability, comfort, performance. At TAB, we're on a mission to deliver punters confidence they're getting the best price. Introducing the lock, a new feature on your TAB app. Just activate it when placing a tote win bet, and if the fixed odds starting price is better when your horse wins, we'll pay you the difference in cash. The Lock, new on your TAB app. Download today. TAB, long may we play. Excludes WA residents, available once per day on eligible online bets. Max odds difference payout $100. TNC's a website, gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 It's Dave Stanley. What an unbelievable day of racing coming up at Gosford this Saturday. The Coast, the Gold Cup, the Takeover Target and $1.5 million in prize money. What a day. We're there on Friday broadcasting from the Joker and the Thief at Terrigal live between 9 and 1. Hope to see you there. Racing HQ on the Central Coast this Friday on Sky Sports Radio. Put last year in the rearview mirror and get on up to the 2021 Darley Scone Cup Friday, May 14. The crowds are back, and with black type racing galore, huge marquees, fashions on the field, and roaming brass bands, plus plenty of real country charm, you don't want to miss the Upper Hunters' premier social event. Also featuring the Coolmore Dark Jewel and the English Challenge, there's a massive $850,000 in prize money on offer. The Darley Scone Cup, Friday, May 14. Tickets at sconeraceclub.com.au. This is Punter's Postmortem on Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, welcome back to uh, Punter's Postmortem, and we're going to continue to take your calls. We'll have our next caller pretty soon. Uh, that uh, big weekend at uh, Terrigal is upon us, of course. So we've got Gosford on Saturday, and the Joker and the Thief is the location of Racing HQ on Friday morning. Um, I've never been to uh, the Joker and the Thief, but part owned by Tim Clark and a few of the other jocks up there with Joel Singles, so should be a good day with that sports lunch as well on Friday afternoon. Now, Bordeaux, our next caller online, we've got Richard on the line. Morning, Richard. G'day, Dave. How are you, mate? Good, mate. So what's your question of the team? Mate, I've got a question for Darth about Brandenburg. Mm-hmm. 
I know he's a bit of a gunner, but I thought he's been pretty stiff his first two runs, and I see he's in the Stradbroke market. I'm wondering where if he thinks he's going to head that way. Uh, yeah, I'd say, well, we think we've all seen his two runs back, haven't we? And especially last start where he's just had nowhere to turn. Um, I'd suggest... Hollandale. Uh, yeah. He's, he's going to Hollandale, and I think Regan's booked to ride him, Duff. Okay, okay. so you'll know more after that, I'd say. Okay. I don't know where he sits in the Stradbroke order of entry. Uh, so well, there's, yeah. there's the, the noms are only taken for the Stradbroke tomorrow. Yeah. All, all okay. feature races in Brisbane, nominations are tomorrow. So the okay. markets that are out at the moment are what we call our pre-noms market. So we've basically just thrown horses in there that we think may be going towards that racing, but you'll know a whole lot more after tomorrow. Okay, okay. All right, guys, thanks very much. That's right. What, what did you make of him the other day? I think one of you gents made him a horse to follow, didn't? Was that correct? Oh, I did. I did. I yeah. thought he two very good lasts uh, he back back from a spell. But do you take unders because he's looked like he's unlucky? Yeah. Well, he's going to go to stronger races, which is, yeah. you know, probably not ideal as well. Um, you know... You're just going to have to see the quality of race he goes to. You know, if he was going to stay here and run in similar type races, you were still going to get double figures about him. Yeah. Well, talking talking to Maxi last night, gents, um, about Hollandale, he's hearing that uh, Brandenburg, Regan Bayless, obviously we know Pike's going for 50 stars. Melody Bell, Bosson. Uh, you'll have uh, Vanna Girl there for Brad Stewart flying the flag. I think Zaki's going as well, and... Maxie was saying that possibly Avilius goes that way too. So it's going to be a, gro- uh, a good little good race. race. Yeah, good yeah, race. Well, Jason's so riding out of uh, Perth. Hmm. Uh, yeah, lockdown. Oh, what's the story there? Oh, has it gone back to lockdown now? Yeah, well, they, they, they shut it down yesterday. Yeah, and there's more uh, more announcements this morning. But, uh, you know, the, the footy yesterday, uh, two hours before the game, they uh, said mm. the crowds go home. You're not welcome. So mm, That's a good okay. result. Fair dinkum. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's get to Mike on the line. Morning, Mike. Yeah, good morning, fellas. Great show. Um, Wagga Cup Carnival, boys. Um, bit of a disappointment that it conflicts with the Gosford and Cup and the takeover target stakes. It's surely got an impact on the Carnival. How do you see the Calcutta playing? You guys will be running it, I assume, on Thursday night. A couple of dual acceptors. What do you think about that? Well, we haven't seen uh, the nominations out. For, you know, we yeah. won't. Uh, we won't know. They're out the nom- for Wagga. They're not out yeah, for Gosford. From, yeah, so we'll know more. Um, come probably nominations and acceptance times about dual acceptance, which is just not ideal for <laughs> uh, all in Calcutta's. Um, yeah, not sure. Not sure how that mm. sits. Just Calcutta. looking at the noms for the for the town plate, I wouldn't think many of those would be nommed. No. would have been nommed for the the, the takeover target. No, but the, the, the Wagga Cup Calcutta is pretty big. Um, just example, if you've got like the Albury Cup winner on Tom nominated for both cups and call it $7 at Gosford and 11 to 2 at Wagga, you know, there's 15% of the market at Wagga that might end up at Gosford. Like, how's the integrity look like in the Calcutta operation? Someone will know what's going on. Yeah, well, well the Calcutta, the Calcutta for the Wagga Cup has run Thursday night. The horses would more than likely be very, very well known where they're going on Thursday night for for a race on Friday. For Friday, yeah, yeah. 
Well, it'll be great to get some updates on that, Dallas. That'd be well, Dave fantastic. Stanley's your man there because he does a radio show here on Sky Sports Radio, and that's basically his mantra, is to provide information to punters. And uh, young Dave, uh, that's put that on your to-do list. Can do that. Can do that. Uh, I, think trainer, I think the trainers that did you'll accept for two big races like that would let yeah. Let people know where their, their their intent is after they've got acceptances and whatever. I don't think it's. I don't, wouldn't think it'd be a big secret or no. any, you know, conspiracy case. No, no, that's yeah, it's like Roosevelt stuff. Um, all right, now next call, Boydo. Steve, morning, Steve. Yeah, good day, guys. How are you? How's it going? Very good, mate. I just uh, wanted to mention, I've been following a trainer in Wyong called Kristen Buchanan, and um, just every time she presents the horses in the parade, just always gets pick of the yard. Um, just a bit of an underrated trainer. I've been having a bit of a win on the punt. That's a great yeah, job. produced a two-year-old to win an open maiden on Saturday at Newcastle for yeah, Miko by Flying yeah. Artie. Yeah, that's right. Um, got about $11 on that one. No, she does a great job, uh, Christian. She's... Uh, uh, building a stable up quite nicely too, and uh, geez, um, they all run well when they're produced. That's for sure, and they're ready. And and uh, yeah, no knock from us. No knock from us, I'd say. And I think a lot of trainers at Wyong will tell you the improved facilities that they've got at Wyong with the training tracks, the swimming pool. You know, the artificial tracks there uh, over the last few years have really sort of kicked those trainers on. Oh, spot on. Perfect, mate. On you, Steve. Uh, boys, uh, question here, no name. Uh, what did you think of Private Eye in Queensland? And to further on for that, do you think it runs a mile? Because I saw a few tweets saying people didn't think he ran a, was, was a, was a mile. It was more of a 1,400-metre horse. What do you think? Oh, I thought he was good. The rain helped him. Um, I think Joe's going to stop with him now. So Yeah. Uh, um, I thought the second horse was amazing there. Um Apache Chase, I thought he did a really good job doing all that work and at at one stage there I thought it's private I was just gonna race away and beat him two three lengths. So I I, I want to give the second horse credit there. Uh, Apache Chase. Going back Chase. to the Fred Best, I think, isn't he? Apache, Apache Chase, Chase, is he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't read I didn't know that, but uh, mm. I loved I, I thought his run was great. All right, perfect. Uh, how are you going how are you going with the um uh, the warning bull form, uh, Dino. Uh, yes, you finished it yet? <laughs> they, they, just, just on stage one of the marathon. <laughs> D- Duff, I know you've got. Uh, I know just on warning bull. Before we get to Kurt, I know you've got um, all the markets open there. I saw them. We opened these warning bull markets what late last week, and then I'll come to you and then get Munza the the money opinion. But there's one in the steeplechase, uh, the sixth event. I saw them put up eight dollars. Yeah. Flying agent wouldn't have lasted long. Well, it was just it just kept appearing on the the name kept appearing on the screen. Flying agent, yeah. flying agent, and then they were even keen. It was it was eight to I think I don't know four dollars three eighty, and they were still keen to just keep whacking it on at that three eighty. It's into two fifteen now. So oh, yeah. yeah, and 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 Munns, I know we were talking about what we're holding. We're holding. I think we're holding a fair bit on flying agent, aren't we? Uh, Dave, the amount of money that's been invested on Flying Agent, been averaged out at $3.69, actually. Um, there is 10 races up for, for Warrnambool uh, tomorrow, and it is holding more than any race on the card on its own, and you could actually add up the holds on, well, I'm looking at races 1, 3, 5, 7, and 9. If you added those races up together... 
they've only holding slightly more in total than what's been invested on flying agent. Mm. I was getting a bit worried about the hurdlers around, and I'd pick up this first acceptance. There's three maiden hurdles, full fields, full emergency, so there's been a bit of a resurgence there, Dino, is there? Or am uh, I getting well, that and truly, there, there was... Um, I just don't think Oakbank... Well, I mean, there's no jumpers trained in South Australia, so Victorians are got to go there, and it's just a bit early, so... Uh, there was a set of schools last Friday week. There was 19 trials, so uh, there's a lot of lot of uh, jumpers out there at the moment. And uh, as you said, this, this maiden hurdle always usually gets three divisions, but they get three of ten. They've got you know, full emergencies in every heat, so uh, yeah, it's a, it's terrific response. But uh, I think if you'd said to someone in August, "Who's the horse you're waiting for for next year's carnival?" It would have been Flying Agent, and he's arrived on the day tomorrow. Uh, and hopefully uh, he you know, gets the job done for the punters. It looks There's a couple like of your old favourites going over the sticks there, Duff. Mawani Machine. Oh, it's his uh, Oliver Field day. He, he should. <laughs> uh, uh, Matty Smith's actually got a runner in the hurdle. Yeah, he's trolled well. Yeah, yeah once yeah. we're lost. Yeah. Okay, yeah. my, my all-in betting is going to take another hit. Um, I've, I picked up the... I saw the tab put up five dollars hard of puissance in the in the cup. I said that'll do me, and then I see he's, I see he's in on I see he's in on, no, on tomorrow. Be, he, he, that's only because he's borderline getting in the cup. Oh, if, if okay, he's in the so cup, I'm uh, still alive. You, uh, double up, double up, go oh. again. If he's in, uh, I'm feel oh, to be out this morning, but uh, that's only a precaution in case he didn't get in the cup. So. Oh, music Can't. to my ears! I'm throwing the ticket away. Kurt's on the line, boys. Morning, Kurt. G'day, Dave, Ron, Dino, Munns. How are you, boys? Good, mate. Thank you, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. That's the shot. Hey, Ron, how desperate's this, mate? I went out for the first race there on Saturday and then went straight to work and finished the job off that I was on for about six and a half months and I wasn't disappointed, mate. What about that, Ron? Oh, what about... Why don't you come and say hello, Kurt? Yeah. Oh, please, Ron. Imagine a pleb like like a Kurt from Paddo comes up to Ronald Duffy. Paddo? Jeez, I'd love to live at Paddo. Yeah, it's I was going to say. Suburbs. You're flying. <laughs> uh, well, no, Ron, how good, mate? Up against Maidens, blowing out to 450, except the Azalev or whatever it was called. What, what was that about? I don't know, but uh, we were, uh, it, it saved a, what could have been a, a pretty ordinary day. I know that. So, yeah. Pay for yeah. the lobster noodles? Yeah, play, pays for the lobster yeah. noodles, yeah. Hey, Ron, please, please to see the least Grisher form still going strong. Don't know if you caught that group one there on, uh, when was it, yesterday, the 32 hunch there, won by World Premier. Yep. Least Grisher belted it. Mm. Yeah, right. They ran a track record too. Yeah, Jeez, sure they belted did. along. And Ron, I know, I know it's, up, it's late night and that, but did you see Stradivarius, Ron? Uh, Kurt, I, I did go to lunch yesterday, you know, so, no, I didn't, no, but um, I did see a little bit on social media, no. Hey, uh, Kurt, so going, you know going in for tonight, the Kurt. equal fourth Ascot Gold Cup record, Ronnie, alongside Yates. Yeah. Hey, Kurt, Kurt, boys, I've got one for you. I've, uh, I want you to go back and look at the replay last night. Of Salisbury Race One. Oh, where? No, 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 no. no. You've got a problem too. I know I've got a problem. You've got a huge problem. But boys, how uh, many deep were you uh, when Salisbury Race One came? I'm telling you now. So this it was a two-year-old fillies race last night at Salisbury, over a thousand metres. 
Shan't be doing it. Shan't be going there. Okay, Kurt. Well, when it wins, probably group races. You can you can send me a slab because well, Charlton I need, trains I need, it. I don't need to wait that long. I've got three for the bull tomorrow, Dino. Tell me what you think of these. No, no, no. Hang on, Kurt. Kurt. <laughs> this is my show, mate, and I'm telling you the story. So you just wait, brother. You just wait. <laughs> just wait, Kurt. Yeah, no, 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 I haven't even. Hang on, Kurt. Kurt, come on. No, mate. Venice, it is Kurt. Show. Kurt, yeah. Kurt, relax, brother. Relax. You'll get your time to get your follow Dino's tips at Warnable in a second now. Silver Bullet Lady is the name of this filly. It's a oh, old filly's race. Silver Bullet Lady, Holly Doyle rode it, Charlton Trains. It misses the kick by four or five lengths. Just go and watch it, boys. That's having its I first start. Race one Silver three, Bullet Lady. Would check you have followed it if it was Great Northern Lady, Dave? Yes, or was it yes, just because no. it was Silver Bullet Lady? No, 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 no. It wasn't a name thing. It was just a first starter, and I want you to go and have a look at it because I think oh. it's a pretty serious horse. Now, what are you backing at Warnable, Kurt? We'll do, Dave. Yeah, Dino, what do you think of these? Um, Bubbly Lass, race four, number eight, four bucks forty. Cardigan Queen, race five, number two, four bucks sixty. And Duke of Plumpton, Plumpton, I can't believe the price, race eight, number twelve, six bucks and two thirty. It's very sad, Kurt. I think I'll be tipping all three of those. So, ah, um, great minds, mate. Great minds. Uh, yeah, certainly. Um, just want to see them be able to run on by Duke of Plumpton's race, and yeah. uh, he'll be hard to beat. And the same a little bit for Cardigan Queen, but uh, I think and, she's and a very Dean, smart filly. Just with the fourth race there, I've been trawling through the... Because there's one that scares me a little bit, especially from Aaron Purcell at the Bull on debut, the yep. finesse. I couldn't find anything anywhere. Did you find a jump out? Yeah, it's had two jump outs. Uh, the most recent, it went around the outside fence at Tarang and uh, trolled really well, and that's oh. why it's uh, hard in the market. But... I still think uh, Bubbly Lass would be the one to beat. Yeah, chop out for sure. And Dean, yep. what about seven dollars seventy for whip crap at Rick whip crap away with ease the barman <laughs> troll from the night prior? Yeah, got out to a big price, Kurt, uh, and got the money on Saturday. It was a big day for Phil Stokes, but uh, yeah, I didn't think it'd probably get to that price. I was, I I think I tipped it for third, but it was just yeah, I I just wondered. Uh, whether uh, there were a couple there that were uh, yeah, a little bit better than it, but uh, got the money. So you, you you got a good price there. All right. Um, thank you very much, Kurt. Uh, and, what do we uh, make on of the, Dino? I was just going to say, uh, just for Kurt's benefit, uh, tonight, uh, I think it's at the Curra, um Twilight Payment returns. His first up run for the season. So uh, he kicks off uh, in uh, for his probably ultimately uh, aiming to defend his Melbourne Cup title later in the year. And don't forget, boys, Salisbury Race 1, Silver Bullet Lady. <laughs> Robin's, uh, Robin's on the line. Morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you guys? Very good, mate. I just wanted to ask uh, about Arosia's run on Saturday. Did anybody uh, comment on that? Yeah, much improved run. Um, she's got a good record at Hawkesbury. Uh, she trialled well on Tuesday, and um, she's not done yet. She's not done yet. She's probably uh, hopefully for uh, the head family there that uh, bought it outright. Um, Ira Thea now with Clary Connors. Uh, she's got another win left in her. Okay, Beautiful. thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Robin. Boys, what do we make of trekking? What do we make of trekking? Oh, you get very close to getting a statue. Um, I think it's all timing with him. I don't think just listening to the sim with an interview prior to the race, you would have, you would have halved your bet, saying, you know, there's improvement to come. Um, he's going to peak on the right day if he's good enough. All right. Uh, is he a horse that we can trust and follow? 
uh, all depends on the makeup of the field, the map, and all that. Um, It'll be aimed at a day, won't it? There'll be a, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, they, they aim him up pretty no. selective now. I just thought he blew out as much as anything. Yeah, they, and that was the report before the race too. So, yeah, yep, he's a, he's a target horse, and they know him well enough to pick him on the right day. Uh, plenty of text here about the split screens, boys. Has there any been any update of you guys being at the coalface? Any more information on what's been happening? That's uh, yeah, no, that's not our department. It's uh, we're on Thoroughbred Central, not Sky One. So, okay. it's obviously, I, I, from what I can, I haven't heard anything, but what I can see, it's whoever's running late there. And I think it's all about contracts. You know, you get right. fined if you don't. If these clubs don't get their time, they get fined. I think it's up to a hundred thousand dollars if they don't get their time on on the screen. So they've got to run on time. It's as simple as that. Right. Uh, unless there's a, unless there's a legitimate reason. Yeah. Um, the other texts we're getting a lot of Nick and Nova. So we just spoke about trekking. Um, do we give Nick and Nova a bit more of a push now coming into this carnival as a as a, a serious horse to follow in Stradbrokes, etc. Well, he's not a serious horse to follow, but he, he seems to win a race every carnival, doesn't he? Um, he's just a good, genuine horse. Okay. Uh, did anyone see the Kentucky Derby? Yep. Yep. Well, what did you make of the bloke? And they had him on the, the camera having the, what, the two million on uh, the Godolphin horse. Yeah, so so matches that. So that's his name, Matt. Because I, no, I he's, he's, he's got furniture. To be some, yeah, he's 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 a big seller. He's a billionaire. He's a he's like a Jerry Harvey of America. You know, he sells. Right. The deal was right. If you if you bought a mattress off him, and <laughs> and the fa- and the favourite one, right? Yeah. You got your mat. You got your mattress for free. Right. So he sold five million dollars worth of mattresses, and so he had to back this thing to. It was a good. Actually, he worked it out pretty good. I don't think he could lose, so mm. he put all this money on to cover him. So he didn't cover. end up on the floor. He's not on the floor. More no, he, no he he's, on the up get, he's on the he mattress. He's on the mattress still. So all, the everyone that bought a mattress clover. off him, when the favourite got beat, the horse he backed, they had to pay for their mattresses. Then, so <laughs> it, it, it was a a funny one. It was hilarious, actually. Okay. He would uh, say so he wasn't that dirty that it was four wide the trip. I suppose. No, 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 no. I think it was a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. And what I about me, Bob? I can't see Jerry. Um, I can't see Jerry putting a million on one in the next uh, three weeks toasters. if you buy, I mean, if you buy a heater toaster. or something off him going no, into no. winter time. <laughs> um, what, we, what about Bob Baffert? I know, obviously, we we haven't seen him here. Um, isn't it funny though? I did an interview with him uh, when we had that lockdown period, mm. and Sky sort of said, "Can you go and do some interviews with some people just so we've got some content?" And he said that his son. Uh, was an avid watcher of racing here in Australia and um, had always said to him, Dad, I'd love you to um, race in the Everest. He said, the Everest and Melbourne Cup. And obviously I said, oh, Bob, would you come? He said, well, no, I'm not interested in racing them on grass. I'm, you know, here in California and I love Kentucky derbies and dirt. But he, you know, we speak before about wonderful um, people in the game and he's obviously massive for American racing. What's that, seven Kentucky derbies now? Yeah, the, the Bart Cummings of America, isn't he? He's, um, yeah, he's, he's, he, I think he keeps up to date with Australian racing. And, uh, yeah, he does. And, uh, yeah, great trainer. And I think that that was a $1,000 purchase, that winning, the winner of the Kentucky Derby. Yes, mm. amazing. All right, boys, uh, we're on 10 o'clock. We need some horses to follow. Uh, we'll start with you, Duff. What are we continuing to follow? Um, Glen Eagles um, and Grande Ramore 
will get better as she gets up to the closer to the mile. She's uh, uh, she'll win a few at this time of year for sure. All right, uh, Dino. Yeah, I'm going to couple in Adelaide first two races actually, Dave. A horse called Silent Theory. I've been really taken with his trials in Melbourne, and I thought he should have won the first. He was terrific. He's got a good future. Hustle War. I think probably 18 months ago, he was the most promising horse in South Australia. Had problems, but he looks as though he's back. That was a terrific run. And a horse from yesterday at Bendigo called Man of Heart. Uh, just jot that name down. We might around Derby time. Uh, he might be a, a real chance. He's a son of a reliable man, and gee, I think he's a nice horse. And the uh, ones? I've got to stick with Glen Eagles, Dave. Um, I was very keen on I told you on Friday, it's, you know, yeah. when I start to get keen on something that's $2.50, uh, I'm, I'm pretty well what wrapped up in it. What price did you take? Did you take the two fifty? No. No, Dave. No, no. no four forty. Oh, it's geez. So you got, geez, right, oh. Beautiful. Um, and, I, you know, I really think he's untapped it at the moment. Uh, we said on Friday, like when Keegan Latham uh, went for him the other day, he, he didn't really sort of find the bottom of him. And I, and I really don't think Jason Collett found the bottom of him on Saturday. Um, just looking at those Brisbane programs, the, the next 1,400 metre race for two-year-olds in Brisbane's the Sires, which is not on for another month. No, there's... There's a 1,200 lead-up that he'll run in. Yeah, there's 1,200 races there, but, the, the, you know, the 1,400, so he'll get ready for them. And out of the highway, don't forget Monica didn't have a massive amount of luck there. Uh, she's very, very, she's racing very, very well this time in. She's won twice up there, placed at Musselbrook the other day, and um, there's another win in her uh, back to the uh, back to the country. Probably, uh, oh, she might have to even run in a, in a benchmark race there in the country or, or a Class 3 again, but I, I think they were the, uh, the two to follow out of uh, Hawke and looking forward to getting to Gosford this week. Yeah, it'll be uh, a beauty to get to Gosford. Before we let you go, Dino, what's our one bet for the bull? Oh, I think everyone's on uh, flying agent. We mentioned Harder Puissance and the cup will be hard to beat. Uh, um, and I think, actually, uh, sadly, the horse that Kurt mentioned, Duke of Plumpton, I think uh, his run at Caulfield last week suggests Should he's ready won. to win. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he went very well, so... It's not a bad race. Uh, Sean Treyer would have been aimed at it for Lindsay Smith, so there's some nice horses there. But uh, no, I'll, uh, I'll stick with the money. I think Flying Agent, the Briley's been his race for a long time, and uh, I think he'll probably win tomorrow. Have a wonderful uh, week, guys. We'll see you at um, the big meeting there at Gosford on Saturday. We've got big racing on Saturday at the Derby in SA, don't we, uh, Dino? And we've yes. also got some good racing in Melbourne. Uh, Caulfield Saturday, and uh, of course uh, the that Hollandale Stakes is the one I'm looking yeah. forward to most. Probably at the Gold Coast, it's a ripping race. Have a wonderful week, guys. Talk next uh, next Monday. Yeah, See you guys. I'm just looking guys. for pars and birdies, Dave. I won't be looking for eagles. Yeah, mate. Are you, are you playing Ruder today? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get his cash. Yeah, he's, he's got plenty of it too. He's had a good carnival. He's oh, he's been he's flying. So, he just can't make a loser. <laughs> See you, boys. See you.